Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Oh, he's here right now, Saint of God. He loves you so much. He cares about you so much. Hey, Come on, I feel him. He is in this room, mighty God of Israel. In Genesis 12, and before I read this, I want to say, I pray this will really jar someone's faith or life this morning. I can't change you. You have to take the word and change yourself. So here we go. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of the country and from the kindred and from the father's house unto a land that I will show thee. He said, I'm going to make thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee. And I will curse him that curses thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth, they shall be blessed. Oh, Israel. And so Abram departed, and as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. I've read this story multiple times and preached. A few weeks, a couple weeks ago, I went into studying deeper. The Lord spoke something to me as I was studying this. I want to bring it to you today, saints of God. Can we for a few moments turn our ears to listen to what he wants to say to us. Father, we love you today. Thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for these great people. Thank you for what you're doing in this house with these people. Thank you for the for the path that we're headed down we're putting altars in homes Could there, there's nothing more important than what's fixing to take place God God is a pastor I'm excited I, I'm, I'm beside myself because I know I know God if they'll seek you they'll find you God I love you I praise you for all you've done and all you're going to do in Jesus name can somebody edify him in a mighty way You can be seated. Philippians 3, 13, Paul wrote in verse 14. He said, Brother, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ, he said. You understand Paul knew that hanging on to those things behind us would not give him what he needed for his life. You see, he said, you have to press. Somebody shout press. You got to press towards the prize that you desire. The prize is ahead of you. Somebody shout, it's ahead of me. It's not behind you. See, it's not behind you or hanging on to what you have had. But you see, doing the same thing over and over 
You're going nowhere in life, but you're going to stay the same as you always had by doing the same thing over and over. In my life, I change the way I pray often. It's not going to a prayer room and saying, Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, 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 hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. That ain't praying. Praying is when you go before the Lord and you tell him, God, I need you to give me a financial blessing. Not only tell him that, but I need $300. Y'all blow my mind. You tell him specifically what you need. You have not because you have, you ask not. You got to tell him exactly what you need in your life. God, I need strength to overcome the spirit of pride. I need God, the Holy Ghost, to help me, God, to overcome this spirit of fear in me, Lord. You got to talk to him direct and tell him directly what you need. You have not because you ask not. You got to talk to him and say, Lord, I need you to take care of this person on my job. They're causing me strife. I'm asking an angel to come and stand between us where there will be no strife to where that I can work without pressure on my life. That's how you pray. You got to tell him what you want and what you need. How many desire today to move ahead spiritually in your life? There is hope for anyone who desires it today. The Lord, the Bible said, he goes to Abram and he tells him, leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family. You've got to leave them. Somebody shout, leave them. I want all you young people to listen to me this morning and wake yourself up. I'm going to come to you. You listen to me right now. There's hope today. Somebody shout, there's hope. This is, this is the second call that God gave Abraham, the second call. He had not allowed, he had not followed through with the first call from God. When Abram and his family were living in Haran, they had left here of the Chaldeans some years before when God first called Abram. The scriptures clearly said in Genesis 15 and 7, and he, the Lord, said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of Urah of the Chaldeans to give thee the land wherein you are. Now God goes the second time to Abram to call him out of where he was to move him ahead in his life to the place that he had made for him and would bless him. You see, the first time Abram Started out at Era. He did not go all the way, but he stopped short of where God was calling him. He stopped short. It ain't the devil that's stopping you. It's you that are stopping yourself. I'm tired of hearing you and others complain. What's going on? It ain't God. Where I'm at in my life, it's my choice. I said, it's my choice. You listen to me, all you fathers and mothers. This has been on my mind lately. 
Samuel raised his children in the house of God. Samuel taught his boys the ways of a priest. And the Bible said his boys turned from the ways of his father and they did wrong and God cursed Israel. I don't care, moms and dads, if you raise your kids in the house of God and you taught them how to live for God and how to worship God, then the blood's on their hands if they refuse to worship a living God and serve him. It ain't your fault. You need to shake that spirit from you. I did all that I could do, God. I prophesy God spoke to me this week. There's storms coming from some of you parents. You grandparents, a storm's coming. I saw it in the Holy Ghost. If we don't react now to that storm, it's going to hit hard. But it's how we build our house. That how are we going to take that? It's coming. I'm here to tell you. You better put some worship up. You better put some praying up. You better put, come on church, that's what's going to save us from the storm. Come on somebody. God, I feel him. Hey, how many have stopped short of where God's calling you? Abram stopped in Europe, which means a valley, a low place in life. The more you hang around the things in Europe, you're going to live in life in low places. You, you ain't preaching with me, so I'm just going to preach for myself. Keep hanging around them trashy folks. You're going to become trashy. Keep hanging around them dope heads and crackheads. You're going to be marked at. They need the Holy Ghost, but it's going to cause you to become slack. You keep hanging around them. You keep hanging around them low places. I've been preaching to you boys and preaching to you girls about who to date. But I don't think somebody's listening. I don't know his parents. You think I'm a gray-headed, stupid old man that don't know the Word of God. But I'm here to tell you, I'll stand by Jesus at Judgment Day. And you're going to give an account what I'm preaching. I'm here to tell you, the devil knows how to lure your soul away from the truth of this salvation. And some don't care if it's for just a little sex and a little pleasure. It's okay. Let me tell you something, Mom and Dad. I stood up in my house. My boys rebelled. My kids, but I told them, it's wrong. It'll send you to hell. Don't tell me, don't come and correct me when I'm wrong when you don't even correct your own household. Don't come to me. I'm here to tell you I'm burned today because God's called some of you to places he has greater things for you. But we cannot stay at earth. We can't stay there. It's a low place in life. Here to keep us there. Here to drain us. Here to take everything we got. But come on, saint of God, you listen to me call from God today. God has more for you. He has more for you girls. He has more for you saints. Boys, he has more for you. Don't you stay in her. Don't you lay there. Get up. God's got more for you. Somebody shout, he's got more for me. He's got more blessings. He's got more healings. He's got more healings. He's got more healings. He's got more deliverance. He's got more breakthroughs. He's got more. Somebody shout, we can't stay here. 
Come on, somebody said we can't stay. Come on. Somebody shout, he's got more for us. Somebody shout, he's got more for us. Come on, he's got more for us. There's more healings. There's more blessings. We can't stay here. I'm hearing God call us. We gotta move. Tell me what you're hanging on to. It's going to put you ahead. Things financially. We was on vacation a week. Don't tell me to, don't tell me people ain't going nowhere. I don't know where you've been. When me and my wife turned off a of 40 on 40, Sevierville yesterday coming home. But Steve, we traveled 32 miles and I clocked it. 32 miles on a three-lane highway. And I was coming, coming west. And on that side of the road going east, 32 miles, it was bumper to bumper, three lanes. You ain't going to tell me that, that people ain't being stupid. One of the people in one of the stores, I've been there so much, and talking to a lady, and she said, you'd be surprised what you hear. So I heard a couple come up here and pay, pay for some stuff. And she said, honey, we got home. We got we to gotta get our heat fixed because, you know, it's wintertime. It's getting cold here. We got to get home and borrow some money to get our heat fixed. If you could take your money go on vacation, you should have stayed home and got your heat fixed. But can I tell you something? Come on, folks. That devil knows he's not just luring the world. He's luring the church. He's trying to draw us away from what God, what God, come on young people, I don't want to see you lost. I don't want to see you go to hell. But I'm come to tell you, God's got more for you. Don't sell out on, don't sell out on Leah. You need to wait on a Rachel. God's got somebody that's perfect for you. God's not going to pass you up. God's going to honor you. Live for him. The more you hang around those things in your, you're going to live at a low place in life. Come on, somebody tell me what it's doing for you right now. How's it helping you move ahead and live life better? Is it, not, is it promoting your life? Come on, come on. Financially, is that junk you hanging on promoting your life? Spiritually, is that stuff you've been hanging on to promoting your life? Is those you've been around promoting your life? If they're taking your, oh, I got a good one for you. If they're taking your worship, your faithfulness to church, if they're taking your prayer time away, vain of God. Let me say it again. Chloe, you hear me? If they take your prayer away, your worship away, and your faithfulness, they ain't of God. If you can't come in here and worship like you've always worshiped, you've been robbed. Come on, boys. Come on, men. If they're taking your faithfulness away, they're not of God. I want somebody to know that God's got more for you. And that's why God said, come on, Abram. 
You didn't hear me the first time. Come on, I got more for you, boy. You got, come on now. You come on and go with me. I got more for you. My God, I feel him. Abram stays in her Haran. Listen to this, church. Let me hurry. Abram stays in Haran for five years, short of the promised land, where Abram should have kept moving ahead. He stopped and got attached to some things. You cannot stop moving ahead. Your reward's ahead. That's what it's easy to get attached to things when you stay there long a long time. Oh, it ain't bothering me. I ain't stupid. And my spirit picks up and reads things. Come on. It ain't doing you no good. Some of you don't even worship like you used to worship. Some of you don't even pray like you used to pray. Because you stayed at a place so long that you've got attached to some things that God told you not to stop. I'm just going because some of you will sit there anyway. It don't matter. Let me tell you something. The doctor done told you what not to eat and eat. So quit coming up here for prayer and wasting our oil when you're doing the opposite of what God's telling you to do. Oh, y'all quiet. This, this, this is a good Sunday morning. So don't come up and go, oh, y'all pray for my blood, pray for my health, and you eating like a hog. And he tells you what not to do. He tells me, well, brother, what makes must not be hard for you? Are you crazy? I'm flesh and blood. And brother, ain't nobody like no more fried chicken than I do. Ain't nobody like no more pork roast than I do. I love barbecue, brother Josh, but I found out the more I eat it, my head about come off. I could eat, I could eat a rib from here to Memphis. But time I got halfway, I'd probably have a stroke. So I have to stay away from that stuff. And I don't eat it to come up here. Y'all put some oil on me. I got a headache. I got a headache because I caused a headache. Come on. We can't stay at Haran. God said you got to get past Haran and keep moving like you're doing to get to where I'm calling you. I'm here to tell you there's some of you closer to a I feel it in the Holy Ghost. There's some of you closer to a miraculous breakout than you can even imagine. But that you've been staying around so long that it's talking you out of it. I'm here to tell you now. Come on, somebody. God's got more for you. You cannot stop moving. They forsaken at Haran. Listen to this. They had forsaken the only living God. To get to where God was calling him, he had to leave that place. What is the thing doing for you? It's holding you back. Abram was being called to a new life, to start life over again, to seek for a new country. God's calling. How many in this house feel like this God's calling you in the spirit? You hear me now? I feel the Holy Ghost. Abram was being called to a new place. God's calling you out of Haran to seek for the promised land. He's given you. You know what Haran means? 
It means the parched place, a dry place. He's calling you. Can I ask you something? When God went to Abraham and Abram was dwelling in a dry, parched place, did God go down there with his hands and angels and move him? Say it again, Brother Jim. He had to move himself. So the only thing God's waiting on some of you to do is get up off your backside. And say, I'm not staying like this any longer. I'm not living like this spiritually. I'm not living like this physically. I'm not living like this financially. I'm through with it. I feel it. My God, come on. I'm not staying here. I'm not living like this. God's done more for me. And I've got to move. I gotta move. Worst thing you can do is hang around folks who don't want to move. Man, I love my wife to death. Me and her live on the same plateau. She loves improvement. All you ladies, you ain't got to listen to me. My wife loves to improve herself. In, in spirit, number one, she prays, she reads and studies. Studies the word all week long. Pray, how many of us is provoking our, ourselves to stretch and grow? I read something. And Sister Misty, she's more in depth in knowledge and she can correct me. But when you have been wounded in something. I remember my doctor telling me, he said, the worst thing you do is just sit around all the time. Many of you, you know what I'm talking about. A lot of you, y'all know, y'all know. He said, because it's going to cause arthritis and stiffness. But he says, the more that you move, the more you're going to cause yourself, to, it's going to work that arthritis out. You're going to work that stiffness out. And also, to drink, you need to drink water. And if you drink caffeine, this other stuff, it affects it also. You ain't going to like this. The food you eat will affect the arthritis in the way you feel. You already know. So why stay there? So I've decided, I love my wife. She's a coach. She's an encourager. She's somebody that likes to improve herself and areas of life I like to prove. You know, when I look at magazines and I go look, I look at how I preach, I look at, I look at Seuss Brother Josh and I look, oh, that's a sharp joker. I look how, what kind of shoes they're wearing. I, I look at the belt. I look at their ties. I look at everything. Well, well I like what I got. I'm just going to be the same. That's fine with you. You go ahead. But see, I represent God's people. You know, when Brother Eddie walked in a while ago, Brother Eddie Mullis walked in, I th- me and somebody was standing there with suits on. He said, oh, me and Brother Mike, he said, oh, I don't feel like I'm clothed like y'all. And I said, oh, you got clothes on, Brother Eddie. But me and Brother Mike were looking sharp. And see, some people, Brother Eddie's always looking clean. And I tell you, you talk about a woman taking time fixing the hair, mm, you don't outdo Brother Eddie. Every little hair, I look at his gray hair and every one of them's laying down. I can't get them to lay down all the time. I found a secret. 
I got one of them buzz cutters. They don't lay down. I snap that joker out. I may be coming looking like Brother Josh one Sunday. I got them all today. But you got you to understand. You gotta, I'm glad I got somebody, Brother Josh, that says, we ain't going to stay there. We're going to improve our home, our life. We're going to improve our relationship. We're going to improve. Come on. I decided this week, talking to the Lord, Brother Josh, there's some things I've got to cut out of my life if I want to go right there with God. Come on. There's some spirits. There's some things. Come on, folks. Come on. There's some things I've got to cut out if I want to go there with God. How many of you want to go there with God? She's fine. She's a coach. Encourager. You got to have somebody like that around you. Can you shout amen? Acts 2 and 40. I'm not even going to get through. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Saul, save yourself from this, this generation. You got to save yourself. Somebody say, I got to save myself. I can't change you. You got to change yourself. You got you to save yourself. You want to know what has to be done? You got to save yourself. Separate from relatives, Abram, county and family. God's telling him to separate himself. Whatever's influencing you to stay where you are spiritually, physically, financially, life, you've got to separate yourself. Come on, folks. You've got to separate yourself. There's some of you right now, reason you can't hardly move is because that's eating your conscience up. That's eating your soul up. And you're saying, you're wondering, I, I, really know what you, I really know my problem. But you always want to ask, what do you think my problem is? You don't want me to tell you. Because I will tell you. You listen to me. I got a promise to give you. Where you're at, it's not all God has for you. Somebody ought to shout, God's got more for me. How bad do I want it? God's got more for me. How, how bad do I want it? Do I want it bad enough? I got to separate myself. Do I want it bad enough? I've got to separate. Come on, folks. You got to save yourself. God's calling Abram to a land that would make him greater and richer. Let me know God's calling us to be greater and richer. Brother Eddie, he wants you to have more blessing than you have right now. I don't care what you have. He wants you, to, his desire is you to have more. Can I prophesy something to you? It will happen if you leave Haran. If I leave Haran, come on folks. It ain't just one or two of us, it's everybody. It ain't three or four in this room. It's everybody. There's a place in our life that we call Haran. It's a parched, dry place. And we know if we'll get out of there, God's going to bless our lives. I want everybody to put your hands together. Some of you ain't even moved. 
us. Let me hurry. See what makes come. God was calling Abram to, to a land that would be greater and richer. You see, saying of God until you, you got to save yourself. You know why he was calling him? Sister Lynn, you're in that place where Abraham was, was idol worshipers. It was a false religion. You got to get out of there, Abraham. I can't get, y'all listen, I can't give you what I desire because where you're at is false religion and idol worshipers. You keep going against God's word, you'll never get his best. Hey, girls, I know this is going to be hard, but I got some girls that are married, got some kids, done told me, why didn't you stop me? And I'm just going to be plain. Here we go, black and white. All we think about is kissing and hugging. Mm. We're going to love. We're going to pay bills with love. We're going to have us a big old house like mom and daddy, and you're going to have a bunch of bills like mom and daddy. And we're going to own two or three cars like mom and daddy. And no, I can't wait. To have all those kids like everybody else has. I've had so many tell me, you know, I had it, I had it made when I was home with mom and daddy. I'll, I'll be honest. You feel that way, Brother Eddie? Says Deborah. Mom and Daddy's house. But John. <laughs> That's the place, ain't Brother Roy? Mom and Daddy's. You know why? Because you ain't Brother Steve, you ain't got no bills. They paying for everything. Matter of fact, there's some of them still paying for everything. <laughs> I know you can't believe what I'm saying. Some of you parents that ain't got kids that's married and got kids, you, you, you really can't conceive that they're really parents still paying for their kids' bills. But you got to leave Haran. If you're going to go where God wants you, you got to leave that place spiritually, physically, and financially. You listen to me. Let me hurry. To get to where God was calling Abram, to the possession, God had to remove him, the second call, from Haran. He didn't send angels. This is where I'm going to go. He didn't send his spirit. To, he just said, leave. Now, whose choice is it? Y'all look at me. I ain't going to pick your hiney up and move you. Some of you give me back problems. You got to get yourself up. 
Is that right, Brother Roy? But Jim, is that right? You got to get up and say, I ain't staying here no more. There's too many spirits here affecting my worship with God. And these folks with their, their idle thinking, their false worship, they're affecting the way I worship and serve God. I hope you young people are listening to me and not just looking at me. I, I don't know. I don't know if you are or not. You, you're going to go and do what you want to do, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to kiss and hold hands, and I'm going to marry who I, You go ahead. But I promise you before God, I will stand by him one day, and I'll give an account for you. And I'm begging in the Holy Ghost, men, don't you stand around. God's got more for you. He's got a better life for you guys. Don't stop short. Come on, saints, don't stop short. And all week long, this has been raiding in my spirit. All week long, so strong in my spirit. Can I tell you something? Some of you are settled with your health. Well, this is the way it's going to be. And the Lord spoke to me in the Holy Ghost all week long when I would just close my eyes and think or just think on Him. All week long, the Lord said, tell them that's a lie. Tell them I can heal them and I can advance them. Brother, brother, if God gave an 85-year-old man strength to take his mountains, God can give you strength 85 years old to take your mountains. I'm going to say it again. I think we listen part-time. Listen part-time. I'm going to say it again. That's all I'm going to say. You can change your health. Whatsoever man thinketh, whatsoever man eateth, whatsoever man prayeth, howsoever man liveth. Come on. Stand to your feet. Listen to me right now in closing. Listen to me. I'm not going to read it. But God promised Abram a promised land. How many know he's promised us a heaven? No more pain. No more sorrow. No more tears. No more crying. He's promised us that, Brother Jerry. But it's ahead of us. It's not behind us. It's ahead of us. Can I tell you something? If you've got a problem spiritually, financially, or, or physically, you can get counsel. Not, not sitting down. I don't want to talk about, somebody about my problems. You can ask, what do you think would help me grow? That don't hurt. Every book you find on my phone I bought in the last three weeks is being about stretching myself. Improving my attitude, my mindset, my goals. I read one other day about separating my, myself from sin. I want to be cleaner. I want to be cleaner. Anybody want to be cleaner?
problem is everyone wants to leave. But they want to take something with them. You see, Brother Will, if we're going to leave, we can't take Lot. I will make an example. If God, my dad was the world's worst. Some of you ate my dad. My dad at dinner, at lunch, after church, Brother Patterson, he'd have his uh, insulin shot right there. You go to mama's house, oh Jesus, she'll give you a stroke. And, and daddy would cut a big old piece of cake. I said, dad, you don't eat, eat that. He said, I said, you're killing yourself. But to get to where you want to go, to get rid of this, you got to leave that. Guys, spiritually, if you want to go, if you want God to give you his best, you better leave some stuff because you're not going to get his best. I feel it, and I know God's speaking to me. I know he spoke to me this week. There's some of you, if you make some wise choices, your health would turn around in just a few weeks. If some of you would let go of some things and around and start moving, your spiritual life would change when that altar comes in the house. Your financial life would change. But you got to leave Haran. I'm not going to get through, but here's where I'm going to close. Did you know where Abraham got to see what God promised him? You know what he had to do? He had to let Lot's hand go and say, depart from me. And the Bible said the next verse, when Lot left, God said immediately, lift up thy head. That means strife and Lot had his head down and he couldn't see where he was going. He'd have, come on, folks. He'd have your mind down. I know I'm preaching the will of God. But soon as you let it go, you can't see the will of God because you think what you got's holding on. And you wonder, what's causing all this hell in my life? It's what you're holding on to. But as soon as he let it go, what did he say, church? God said, now lift up your eyes, Abraham. He said, this is what I promised you all along. Brother Cody, Brother David, I believe this, all, every Holy Ghost, all the Holy Ghost in me. You listen to me. Guys, I promise you. Girls, I promise you. Saints, I promise you. You listen to me. As soon as you let his hand go, you'll get to see what God promised you. Come on. Save yourself. I said, save yourself. Let's lift our hearts and hands to him. I want to make this call in the Holy Ghost. I know this word was from God, and I know it was this for this moment, this day. If you've heard the voice of God, he has spoken to you in your life. Won't you step out of that pew if you don't mind? Walk down here and lift your hands and say, I know you called me before, but I've heard, I'm hearing you call me again. And I'm going to leave Haran.
Come on. I know the Holy Ghost is talking. I, I can feel it. I can see it. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.